Our guy Chevy Woods in the building. We were just talking about his record that he just put out. You know, we're going to kind of have that in there as well, but it's off of your album Since Birth. And that's you as a baby on the cover, right? Facts. Okay, facts. Okay, all right. Okay, so so, so I do want to ask you about this album. What makes this particular album so different from your past work? Um, it's my, it's actually, believe it or not, and people don't believe it, but I put out 17 projects, like 14 mixtapes and three EPs and never put out a full studio album. So like right. with mixtapes, I can go do that easy. That's why there's so many of them. Um, with the album, it's just having a bigger platform to say personal things that I never really tapped into. And I was just waiting to get to the album to really say and really like be personal like with my fans and be vulnerable to say the things that I didn't say before. So that's why it sounds, you know, it sounds super personal to me. And people always tell me, they're like, what was this song about? What was this song about? And it wasn't just one song. It was like 10 songs that people wanted to just pick apart. So I, I felt like I got that across. Right, right. You know, the, the track, uh, you know, the hands on the dashboard, it reminded me a little reminiscent of Jay-Z's 99 Problems. We know where he's having a conversation with the officer. And, you know, it kind of brought me back to that at that point in time. You know, you're having a conversation as well. So, you know, did that have any any kind of play or is that just, you know, what you came up with? No, that, you're right. That's the creative play on it. And, but it's just my reality that, that actually happened to me. So I just wanted to, you know, give my side of the story in the same manner of that. You know what I mean? And you can kind of see it. With the with the album too, like how I started off with the with the intro, it's kind of Jay Z ish, yeah. you know, the the mm -hmm. rapping. So it's like I want I like I'm a big fan, so I wanted to structure my album in that type of structure. I see. Right, I see. very dope. So so Chevy, I see here the new single Escape that you put out. Um, it's a yep. lot different than what I've heard from you in the past on mixtapes. Elaborate a little bit on that. Uh, I always tell people, like in high school, when I used to hear people talking and, and, and say certain things and their voice was funny, I used to be able to mock it all the time and just joke, you know what I mean? So when I go in the studio, it's kind of the same thing. I'm, I'm, I like change my voice easy. And the country part of it comes from living in Pittsburgh, you know, like 30 minutes out. If you drive from the city, it's country, like it's, it's cows, it's, it's farmland, it's all of that. So. That's where that comes from. And I was like in a 4-H club and stuff like that as a kid. So that's where the countryside comes from. And the Pittsburgh is Midwest. So that's why, yeah. you know, it sounds like that. All right, now. So you mentioned- now I got a Pittsburgh. question about- Go ahead. Go ahead, Junior. No, no, go ahead, Francis. Go ahead, Francois. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, you mentioned Pittsburgh and the lifestyle out there. So right now with everything that's going on, what is quarantine life for you right now? Um, well, I actually live in North Hollywood now, but it's just been cool for me. I've been just taking advantage of it. Like, I started a cooking show. Uh, we, I'm about to drop the 10th episode. Yeah, I'm about to drop the 10th episode, and we're going to move to season two and make it bigger and better. So I've just been dialing in on hobbies. What inspired the cooking show? Um... One day I was cooking uh, uh, some food and I put it on I put it on Instagram and I looked at it through through my phone and I was like, man, that look good as hell. People probably would want to see that. <laughs> look, Chevy, you know, like, all right, cool. I could just instead of me filming it, I was like, why not just bring a cameraman in? Because it's basically me making dinner. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to film it and put a little twist on it. 
You know when Cali What's the name of the show? Don't make a center. <laughs> called uh, <laughs> It's called Make It Good with Chevy. Okay, Woods. okay. So now is it just are you like executive producing this entire thing? You have a anybody that you're working with besides, you know, just a cameraman? No, nah, just me and a cameraman. Okay, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. So what what is your favorite dish? Mm. As of as as of now, I had just made I just made lamb chops, you know, for the first time. And I was like, damn, I really know how to do this. It's crazy. So lamb chops is my favorite right now. So when you say you made it for the first time, are you just like taking a guess when you're making it? Or are you just reading yeah, something? See, like, see that's, that's where the make it good with Chevy Woods come in, comes in. It's not about <laughs> recipes. It's not about measuring. It's just about making it good. And that's all you have to do. When you plate it and somebody eats it, they ain't going to have no question. Period. Oh right! Look, now, man. I do have one. I'm about this cooking. I got one more question about it. Now, <laughs> what is your passion for? What's the level of passion that you have for your cooking with your music? Are they like intertwined? Is one greater than the other? Yeah, probably not so much with with. Well, I, uh, it's kind of catching up. I think food's catching up. I think cooking's catching up to the music. And now, you know, I think with the show coming out, people are attaching the music to that because the album plays through like all the 10 episodes, just different records and stuff like that, you know? So I, I'm trying to connect it and make the food catch up. Okay. The man of many up. talents. Yes, sir. You gotta be. Yeah. So what, what, what has it been like with, you know, uh, you know, the whole Taylor gang right now with, you know, the whole COVID-19 and, you know, I did read up on you where, you know, you guys are collectively really tight and, you know, you, I mean, I, I see in one of your interviews where you said that, you know, you kind of feel like now the, the piece of the puzzle is finally together with everybody. Yeah. Do you, I mean, what is it like now since everybody's so separated, you know, with the social distancing and things like that? Are you still working with each other? Or how I mean, well, we, the thing about us is we were, we were always like ahead of the curve. So what we did was we was in a studio for like four months prior to, you know, COVID. So we recorded, you know, about 3,000 songs between everybody. So we were just ready. We're, we're honestly ready to like push the button on whatever we want to do. And then we move in a quarantine style to shoot the videos and do all the aesthetics to it as well. So it, it doesn't, it doesn't really like hold us back, but it's just less people around when we're doing certain things. Okay. Is, okay. Is there anybody specific in the industry that you want to work with so that you haven't been able to work with yet? 50 Cent. Okay. I can see that. Off top, off top. Why you saying that? Because that's how I really got turned on to stuff that was going on outside my window and connecting it with music. Like he really, he really put that vision to where he wasn't from where I'm from, but he was saying a lot of the stuff that was happening outside my door. So that's where I really connected that. And it was, it was the Power of the Dollar album, an album that a lot of people really don't even yes. know about. So that's what I really the album he dissing everybody. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I was big on that, but I was I was a hustler, so I just listened to it. I wasn't really causing no problems. I just listened and got the game from it. Now, now speaking of dissing, I wouldn't say that you dissing anybody, but on your track Dapper Dan, which is one of my favorites, you know, you are <laughs> name dropping a lot of people on there. You know, 
Now, I'm not going to say anything to get me in any kind of situation, but the people that you were talking to, yeah, I protect myself. The people that you were talking about, like, what inspired you to, like, you know, mention them by name specifically and, you know, things uh, like that? I just feel like it, it, it also music, you know, some things just go well, you know, some words just go well mm -hmm. together, regardless if it's a real situation or not. And the things that I was speaking on was just things that was coming up on, like, the internet, like the, uh, the capital Nick can't get a job. Donald Trump don't fuck with us. Yeah. You fighting, but you you fighting, but you uh, what I say? You fighting, but you can't win for nothing. But the Adrian Broner oh, line, that, you know Francis, what I'm saying? So like, line, when you hear the Adrian Broner line, I don't know if you heard it though. I did. All those fights, <laughs> and you it. can't win one of them. Like <laughs> I, I was laughing, but in in jest, it was very true. He just he he'd be losing. Yeah, and plus, like I made a couple bets on the guy, so it's like you know, <laughs> it's like come on, man. So like I get to, I can, I can be able to say that. I feel like I, I'm, I'm allowed to say that if I lost money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially with Madonna, he definitely lost out. So for sure. Yeah, and one, and one of the lines that was real big for me was when I, when I said, um, and Lonzo Ball said, Nas ain't hip hop. He shouldn't speak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that was like something that was really like I was in tune with. Like, how is he even having? I understand it now because somebody broke it down to me. Like. He's young. He didn't grow up in that era. That's not the music that he was raised on. Right. But at the same time, you can never say Nas is not hip hop. I don't understand right. that part of it. You mentioned LeBron James too, as well. Yeah. 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 You gotta miss the, mention the King, man. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. He's. I mean, he's intertwined. He's intertwined with the music that goes on. You know, you always see him posting and in the gym and stuff like that. So. It's just cool to just throw the king in there. Okay, okay. Now, now, are you receiving your flowers right now? Yeah, I just got I got some in my uh, in my kitchen. Somebody sent me with with uh, what I said. Give me my flowers now. They sent some lyrics on the back of a card. Yeah, so. that's, and that's, that's you, you know that yeah that comes from the whole that comes from mainly the Nipsey thing. You know what I mean? That comes from the Nipsey thing. Mm -hmm. I feel like people really got attached to his message after the fact. You know what I mean? And he wasn't here to like see that. You know what I mean? See it blossom the way it did, and see people go back and really like dig in and find out what he was trying to say, and kind of like living by that. And there's a lot of people that run their business the same way that he did now, but it wasn't like before, and, and they can't tell him thank you. So I was just making a record to say, just give me the flowers while I can smell them, instead of them being at like a funeral or something like that, where I have no idea. I definitely felt that. Kuwait, you got a relationship question? Because a lot of people are going to know. We, I mean, we do this every time. Go yeah. ahead, Kay. Question number one. Are you single? That's the first yeah. question. I was smiling. I, I ain't see nobody. Yeah, I am. If you, if I got somebody, you're going to see them. Believe that. Okay, because I don't <laughs> give a damn. I don't give a damn. But, you know, the ladies might want to know. Yeah, <laughs> single. Single. Can you give us one crazy DM story? Being in the industry, I'm sure there's females at you all the time. Boy, yeah, look, look at his face. I, I think he got I, a handful. No, no, no. There was, I mean, you know, people say people say things. You know, people say things uh, like crazy things. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 pretty wild. I don't really want to go. No, no, Chevy. I got I gotta. You know, since I've been listening to you, I'm gonna take you back a little bit. So in 2015, Red Cup Music. My sister was a big fan of that mixtape. Her favorite song was She In Love. Now is this- I knew you, I knew you were gonna say that. Is there some truth to that record? 
Yeah, there's a lot of truth to that record, especially in 2015. <laughs> <laughs> that's a oh, that's fact crazy. for sure. There's a lot of truth in that record. I um, I think I think just just everything you hear me do is gonna be somewhat of some of the stuff that I I've been through. Well, majority of the stuff that I've been through because I don't like to chase clout and do stuff like that for work. You know, I mean and and have people in tune with bullshit with me. I don't want bullshit to be lined up with me. So it's going to be always telling, you know, my side of whatever is. Uh, let me ask you a question, question. Shabby. Like, kind of, uh, you know, piggybacking off Kawea, is there anything about, like, being at, you know, your level in the music game that makes it hard to have a, get in a relationship with anybody? Super, diff super difficult. Super difficult. Because it's like, um, I'm a more of a let things flow and we get to where we're going to be in the relationship if we're calling each other exclusive, you know what I mean? Like girlfriend and boyfriend. And then there's people that are like, I met a lot of people that are controlling or want to be controlling, you know what I mean? Asking me questions before we even get into it. They're asking me like, so what do you, what, what about the uh, Instagram thoughts? How do you, how do you like protect yourself from that? Like what, when you go on tour, what's it like, how do you get the, the, the temptation? I know it's right in your face. Like, I'm like, listen to me. Them is not, that's not the questions you need to be asking right now. And if you're worried about the internet like that, then we definitely can't get down. Yeah. Preach. Yeah. It's my work. That's where I do, that's where I do my work at. That's where I do my business at. So it's like, I have to be on there. If a girl says she loves me and it's a fan and I send a heart back and that be, that's a problem, then we know that we don't need to be around each other. I mean, have, because you, have, you, been, have you been catfished? Uh, not not when I was not since I've been like a rapper on the internet or nothing like that. But back in the day, yeah, it was oh, crazy. Okay. okay, you want to talk about that because you know that might be kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I was talking to this chick and um, I had never seen her, and I like I like went to go pick her up and take her to the movies. And I don't even like the I'm not this type of guy anymore. But back then, when I was in the streets, I was like, fuck it, you know what I'm saying? So she came outside and she walked down the steps, bro, and like. Her voice did not match what I seen, you know what I mean. So, so she walked past the front of the car, and she while she's walking past the front of the car, I hurry up and pick my phone up. And when she was getting in, I was like, "Yo, bro, where you at? Where you? I'm on my way right. I'm y'all. I'm on my way right now." I was like, "I got to go get my boy. Like he has trouble. Like she got out the oh. car, went back in the crib, I drove off, and never never called again." That's an exclusive right there. Yeah, oh, man. hey man, the play is smooth, man. Do you have a celebrity crush? Nia Long. Okay, hey, she, she just it's dropped. All, it's always going to be that way until she's seventy years old. It, it's always going to be that way. You see the movie she just dropped Drop, on Netflix, yep. right? Come on, man. You know okay. I'm in tune. I ain't. I don't miss nothing. So. <laughs> so that wasn't you stalking her then? No, okay. No, no, no. If, it, if I was stalking her, it would be in the right way, the, the real man romantic way. It wouldn't be in that way. That's, that's dope. That's dope. So I wanted to just kind of spin back into music really quick here. Um, I think you got one of the most unique flows in the game. Talk to me a little bit about your process and how you go about coming up with songs. So do you start writing the song first or do you get the beat and then you write over it? How do you, how do you go about doing that? It depends how I'm, how, 
I get the, the 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 beat, like you said. If I get it at the crib, if I'm getting emails at the crib and I open them up and download them and uh, I'll start writing at home and just piecing together what I want to do when I get there. It's funny that you said that because the other day I was at Wiz's studio and he was like, I, I opened my phone and I started, uh, pulled the beat up and I start rapping. He was like, you remember that melody from like earlier before you came here? I'm like, yeah, he was like, I'll never remember nothing like that. I can't even rap like that. So it's like, you know, it's give and take. He can go in the studio and just sit right there and come up with it. You know what I mean? I can do that too. But when I'm trying to take my time and do something else and really put some thought into things, I just sit there. I might write it at home and have just a little base of what I want to do and then take it to the studio. Now, other times I'm in the studio, I play the beat, I just start humming, and then I'm going in the studio. You ever get like writer's block? You know, with that kind of process of when you go to the go to actually think about a record, you I, ever get kind of you know stumbled sometimes? I used to when I used to think too much. You know what I mean? When I used to think too much, like everything got to be this, everything got to be that, and then I started to be more free. Like last year, I only put out uh, one project and a video, but that's just because I was getting my pen together and just trying to write a lot and just read a lot, how to go about things and stuff like that. Okay, I, I have a question about recording. Have you ever been in the process, because you know, you come from such like an organic, you know, tight-knit tight group with Taylor Gang. Is it a lot of competition when you guys were like jumping on records together? Did you feel like, you know, a lot of pressure or were you just comfortable just being Chevy Woods? Yeah, I'm just comfortable just doing my thing. Now, mind you, if, somebody like smashes a record in the studio and then they want me to jump on it. I'm not fitting to just go in there and just rap. I'm gonna take my time with it. You know what I mean? Cause I want the energy to match and I don't want mm. to just be in there like blah, 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 whatever, whatever. All right, cool. So I take my time and write. If somebody writes like a bomb and then they ask me to get on it then I just take my time. Other than that, I just go with the flow in the studio. All right. What about you and Burner? Burner is my dog. That's it's so easy to work with Burner, bro. Like he's the easiest artist I ever been around to work with because he's just he's so nonchalant about you know getting people on records. So when you go to do it, he just makes you feel like comfortable because he's not like pressing you. Oh, I need you to do this. I need you to say this. He's just in there like here's this type of weed. Here smoke this type of weed. You cool? Here goes some water. Here goes some. You know what I mean? So he's like he's like taking care of you right before you about to do your verse. And I've never been in the studio with nobody like that. Shout out oh, to Burner. Yeah, yeah. yeah what, he got, shout out to Big Burn. Yeah, he got the cookies clothing that's doing very well. And then he got his, you know, some medicinals. So he's doing big things, man, big things. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any questions for us, for Luminary Sound? Um, what y'all think of the album and whole, and to like the whole album, totally. You mean as a as a review of the album? Yeah. Yeah. All Here we right. go. This is this what we do. We this is what we do. This is what we do. Let me let me pull it up. Let me pull it up right here. Yeah. For you guys that don't know, I have it right here. So look. Yeah. So I'm gonna tell you my favorite tracks right now. I like Since Birth, Alive, Dapper Dan, Flowers, and I like the uh, you know, the, uh with the George Floyd, the song. I kind of put those together, right? Right. So for me, if I have an album that I like at least half of the record, it's a it's a very good album. It's something I would encourage yeah. other people to listen to. So it wasn't anything that that I had to skip or anything like that because majority of the things we were talking about were some real life issues. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was something that 
people can definitely get something out of, you know? Because you're speaking on situations that's happening outside uh, in, in the universe, you know, what's going on in the internet, what's going on in the world, and personally. So I thought it was a, a great idea. And that's a great thing because, like, I told somebody earlier, I said, people are not going to skip through it. They're just going to pick their favorites. So that's that's, that's what exactly, I'm looking That's for. exactly what I did, yeah, for sure. Yeah. My favorites were Alive, uh, Drama, Game Winner, Make It Last, and Escape. Drama. Yeah. I, forgot I forgot Drama. I forgot Drama. I like that one. You got a video they, for that. See, and that's crazy, too, because that's a lot of the record you said is like a lot of women's perspective on what they like from it. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's the flow and the feeling. And you got the wine there, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I make it last. Yesterday yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? So you, I, I love that. See, and, and for me, um, I like comfortable. I like switch sides. Mm -hmm. um, I also like to the grave. Um, so, but for me, I think what caught me, caught my attention, I'll say, is what I kind of mentioned in the beginning was I've listened to a lot of your records in the past and to hear you do something a little, you know, something different with Escape. I was like, that's dope. You know what I mean? Because a lot of artists at some point in time may get so comfortable with what they already do and get in their comfort zone and may not want to, you know, do a little something different. And I thought it was refreshing to hear, you know, um, it, the, the singing, you know, the, the harmony. I liked it. Yeah. You know? The opposite, see, that's for, for me, for me, I'm the opposite of uh, artists being like, all right, I'm comfortable in this position. I'm going to just rap like this and do these songs, these type of records. For me, I have been shielding myself from putting that type of melodic music out to the world. I haven't really like done that, you know what I mean? And that's what I said about this. Is, it got more personal. So I was like, you just got to do what you feel so that people feel that same way and they can connect with it like that. So you're going to hear everything that, you know, been going on in my life from like childhood stuff to now. What was holding you back from that? Because you said you kind of wanted to hold back on kind of doing those types of melodic No, man, as an artist, not being, not like being afraid for it to be accepted, you know what I mean? Just coming from all of the rap stuff that I've been doing and all of the rap stuff that I do, people expect me to just spit bars all the time. And like, you know, when I go to interviews, I tell them now, I'm like, dog, I've been, I've been doing this for a while now. Yeah. I come up there and spit 16s when I was 22, 23, 24 now. You asked me to you asked me to rap sixteen, I'm gonna be like, let's go to the studio. I got a record for you. We could do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not really I'm not really at that that place in my life anymore to be, all right, yeah, here go like, give me some bars, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I ain't you know, that's why the melodic side is 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 more of the thing that I'm doing right now because I'm focusing on songwriting. There you go. There you so, go. So okay. so with that being said, right? Um, I know you you pretty much gotten the opportunity to work with a lot of great people in the game for yourself as an artist right now what would you say are some of your challenges and some of the obstacles that you face right now as a, as an artist um i think uh, a lot of it comes to being like next to wiz you know what i mean the people are looking at my success and being like yo what don't you do this? Why don't you got that? But that's what I be trying to explain to people. That's my dog. He's his own man. I didn't even see this happening for me or for us anyway till I met him. Right. Then the dream became different. And then I'm like, oh, well, I'm jumping on this train too because I, wanted, I want you to win because that's going to make us win. 
You know what I mean? So that's what I, I play. I'm I'm a great six man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really get in the way of nothing. Just let me get in there. I'm going to get my buckets every night. And I'm out. Hopefully, I'll get that award. You feel me? That's how I play it. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, because they well got said, a six-man well award. So yeah, I, a six-man award is real. So it's it's definitely something that uh, I appreciate you being honest with, like you being next to somebody that has that is a high name in the game, and you don't feel any kind of pressure. You just being yourself, and that's your boy. No, you know? not at all. Just think about it. Lou Williams, Jamal Crawford, they all got longevity and in the hoop game so it's the same thing i'd rather have the long run than the short run and be mad at people and stuff like that because i'm not getting this and that i know to go get stuff on my own at the level that i wanted to be at i don't need to be where everybody thinks i need to be right right Is there a specific message that you want people to take away from your music uh not not really like one thing i just want people to just get like from it i want people to they i wanted to like wanted to sound wholesome to people. Like, I don't want it to be just like one of those days, like this is a hip hop record, you know what I mean? This is a wholesome record for me. Like, I got people calling me with their six-year-old kids saying, alive, 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 mm -hmm. on FaceTime and stuff like that. So the range of where people are listening from are from six all the way up to 45, you know what I'm saying? 50-year-old people that tell me that the album is great. So. That's what I really wanted to get from it. I just didn't want to be stuck in a box. I wanted everybody to enjoy it. Right. And is there anything else that you aspire to do besides music and your cooking? Is there anything else that you want to pursue? I'm just, I'm, I'm letting everything else like kind of like piggyback off of those things. You know what I mean? So like, you know, I seen something that say that said, uh, if you buy a house at six feet, that's still a boss move. If you own a company at 50, that's still a boss move. So, like, I just let things, like, go into place like that because I don't know what I'm going to be doing later in life. You know, I bowl real good, so I could be a I could be professional bowler at 50, you know what I mean? You never know, so I just let things play it out. You be bowling those 300s? I almost got a 300. The highest I got was 289. Oh, I can't bowl with you. <laughs> Especially, especially if you just throw the ball straight down the lane, because I do like professionals, you know. What I'm saying? Oh, are you? With the, are you spinning it? Yeah. We oh the man. We come in. We come in with the with the two uh, the two bowling balls in the bag with the shoes, with the oil, with the rag, all of that. So you got the college shirt with your name on it and all of that. Right. Trust me. Yeah, and, it, and it's black and yellow. It's black and yellow. Black and yellow. Black. And yellow. That's yeah. crazy. Yo. So Chevy. We, um, before we get out of here, we want to thank you from the bottom of our, our hearts here at Luminary. Um, definitely, whenever you have a chance, I don't know if you, you're on YouTube at all or you have a page, definitely go subscribe to us. Um, we, we're just so glad to celebrate artists like yourself. And anytime in the future, if you have anything at all, um, I know right now we're in quarantine. We, are, we have two locations. We would definitely love to have you come out. And, and you know, rock with you. You you know, you're really sure, dude. I, I, I appreciate the love, man. This is this is like you know, you always want to have those conversations. You don't never really know how it's going to turn out, but this is one of those conversations that I really kind of like needed to have. You know, and say some stuff that I don't like. I say I always I have millions of things that I haven't told people. You know what I mean? So when I get a chance to tell people and they ask those questions, I'm gonna tell you. 
So I appreciate you guys. I appreciate that, man. So again, this is Junior Leto tuning out. This is Francois the Great, your musical enthusiast. Chevy Woods, baby. All right, man. Peace and love, brother. Peace. Peace. Love. Enjoy your night. Stay safe. Yes, sir. All right. Peace out.